a wonderful morning to you all there once again friends it's another beautiful glorious day i want to welcome you to the potter's gate online broadcast i hope you had a wonderful night rest this is the day the lord has made will rejoice and be glad in him amen today is the 12th day of the month of january so far so good the lord has been really helping us by bringing clarity and perspective to our life I believe the Lord wants us to start, amen, this year and of course uh, the next season of this decade in having a clear insight and understanding in regards to what life is all about, what, amen, why we're here, what purpose is all about, what vision is all about, and of course develop the right spiritual muscle in fulfilling whatever he has ordained for us. Well, we, we, we thought of beginning this year looking at the concept of uh, uh, David being the key and of course the door that the Lord is opening for us and we are still going to be coming into that but i thought amen the lord just want to lay this concept of uh, uh, understanding vision and walking in the counsel amen of purpose so that we at least we can develop the right you know competence and capacity and of course the grace to enter into whatever the spirit of god amen has ordained for us and i think that is such a wonderful uh, 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 way of beginning the year and so far so good amen we have done uh, uh, you know, uh, nine lectures on this uh, uh, on this concept. Today will be our tenth. Yesterday night, I must apologize uh, again. Of course, uh, before I finished, the light went off. The plan was that I will, you know, try to, you know, stop before uh, uh, six o'clock. But of course, the light, you know, uh, uh, went off before I finished. But anyhow, I, I, I believe that, uh, you know, those of us who connected yesterday really um, uh, got something to hold on to because some powerful words were really expressed yesterday. Some powerful truth um, were, were released yesterday. Please, let's continue to imbibe these words into our spirit let's continue to take these words in because these are not uh, my own words these are words that i believe that the lord has ordained for his church for this season in time and i've tried my possible best amen to make sure that i i am not compromised all right in, in any in any way all right i don't have a particular you know idea or you know a, 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 you know a belief okay in in this teaching i i'm just opening myself up amen and allowing the lord to pour himself amen through my life and i believe so far the things he has been saying amen has been bringing clarity and direction all right if if you truly want a change you want amen uh, uh if you will they call it a reset some will say you want uh what's that word now you want to reinvent yourself of course you cannot reinvent yourself outside of what the spirit of god has designed you for all right but if you want to kind of have a return you want to you know uh, uh find yourself back on the track you want to relocate amen yes the intentions and the counsels of god the intent of god for your life and that's why we call this living by divine intent uh, living by divine design and intent okay so if you want to have that understanding you want to walk in that well then these teachings are for you and of course they are free of charge amen so we want to thank god for the grace that the lord has continued to give to us amen regarding this truth you will bear me witness that this is a word that is a now word amen this word is shifting things i believe within the mindset amen of the body of christ i believe this word is engaging us amen from all angles yes this word is challenging amen our values our beliefs 
belief system. Amen. This world is challenging our philosophy of life because, of course, every one of us, amen, live through certain prism, live through certain paradigm, live through certain value system, okay? And if those values are not built, amen, on the solidity, on the revelation of God's word, the scripture says those things are going to, amen, come down. Yes, every house is built by a man, but God is a builder of all things. If the house that we are building is not built on the on the foundation, on the footing of, of the counsels of God, of the intentions of God, amen. Listen, the, the, the challenges of life, amen, will erode those things away. It's only a matter of time, yes. And we're in that day where we are seeing a great shaking, we're seeing a great, amen, a thundering, we're, we're, we're seeing, amen, a great disruptions, amen, from the workplace to, you know, uh, uh, the marketplace, yes, to our own life, family, all kinds of things today are being shaken, amen. The Bible says everything that can be shaken will be shaken yes <laughs> everything that can be shaken will be shaken god is testing the quality of our life of our foundation god is god is testing the quality of what we call church amen what we call man what we call amen woman everything that we call you know nationhood whatever it is that we have identified that we have some name that we have built amen god is shaking them because he's coming amen for a glorious church he's coming hallelujah for a people he's coming to take his resident amen in the earth he's going to reign but before he reigns amen the the ground must be prepared hallelujah yes and we have to be prepared for his coming so these teachings that we are doing is to prepare us is to arm us is to equip us yes is to make us a people ready a priesthood that is ready i mean i i just feel fired up amen by some of the things that we have been talking about all right of course these are things that will will really amen challenge us to the core and that's the power of truth amen the truth is amen to test the bible says uh, you know that you know uh, in I believe it's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, if I'm not mistaken, amen, that, you know, what we build will be tested by fire. Truth is fire. Yes. There's nothing the world system can do to remove the truth. There's nothing, amen, uh, that can be done, amen, to, to, to erode the truth. Truth, amen, is everlasting because truth is not just some idea that is cooked up. Truth is not some chemical put up in, you know, in a laboratory. No, uh, truth is not subject to, you know, our season, to our time. It's not subject, it's not limited to, you know, a trend. It's not, it's not bound. It's not connected to, uh, you know, how we feel, amen. Truth live in his own world, in, in his own order, amen. And God designed and created the world to be wrong, to be guided by the truth. That's why they say we shall know the truth. And then we're free. We're free. If we know the truth, amen, regarding who we are, regarding, amen, the one who sent us, regarding, amen, the grace and the giftings, amen, that have been given to us, regarding the values that we are designed to operate from. If we know, amen, the truth that has been has been given to us regarding the kind of philosophy that should drive our life, not something that sounds like the truth, not somebody, uh, not something somebody told us is the truth. The Bible says, you shall know the truth. It's my responsibility. It's your responsibility to find out what the truth is. Not just what you hear from the pulpit. Yes, some of the things we hear from the truth from the pulpit are half truth. Half truth will not set us free. Because uh, many times we try to guard, we try to protect you know, our own interests. So we decide, okay, let, let, let's give them the truth, but not the complete truth. You see, 
I personally do not have anything to lose by preaching the truth. I've lost everything that I can lose. I'm still losing a lot of things. Yes, I've lost reputation. So I'm not doing this for reputation. I'm not doing this to be popular. I'm not doing this for people to know me. I'm not doing this to get, you know, a thousand, you know, you know, maybe a 10,000 followers, you know, on social media. Yes, to as many who are hungry for the truth. Amen. Yes, the Lord will direct them to, you know, to, 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 to this point. So this is not a word for everybody. As much as I want everybody, yes, to hear this and, and, and find the truth. But it's not for everybody because not everybody is ready. Amen. Some are still sleeping right now as I'm preaching right now. Some of you are awake. Amen. You're watching me. Some are still sleeping. That's how life is. Amen. Some of us are awakened to certain truth. Wow. Alright, I want it. You go for it. Some people are still snoring. So, so you can't force the thing on them. Alright. Somebody that is still blind, amen, cannot appreciate the beauty of color. You're, 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 you're trying to describe this, this flowery, this beautiful dress, alright, to this person. But hey, this person is blind. She cannot appreciate it, cannot appreciate what you're trying, all right, you know, to say. So you've got to pray, God, first of all, open their eyes, help them to see. Oh, once they, 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 they get healed from their glaucoma or, or cataracts or whatever it is, amen, they, you know, that is that is attacking their sight. Once they, they, their eyes of understanding is open, they wow, you mean this is, oh, wow, I don't know. In fact, they may then decide how to outdo you because now they have been awakened to the reality. There's a passion. That that's why my prayer, amen, is for those of you listening and those that will be connecting, amen, that God will give us an awakening. And that's why we keep we keep talking about this awakening, amen. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ears to listen like one that is being taught, amen. We're not just repeating these words, amen, for fun, amen. We're not just repeating this. These are, these are tracks. These are powerful spiritual tracks, amen, guiding us and leading us, amen, to the place of divine intention. Yes, I, I'm going to quickly read that scripture again Isaiah chapter 50 Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4 says the sovereign Lord amen has given to me an instructed tongue God is about instructing us God, God is not about preaching to us and just, you know, in giving us a nice message, you know a, a, a good teaching, hallelujah bring instruction bring instructions into our life amen the sovereign lord amen uh, uh, the sovereign lord amen has given me an instructed tongue to know to know to know to know you see that word again to know knowing is a very powerful word knowing comes with relationship is a re relational word it's not an information to know like adam knew his wife whenever we know things amen there's a corresponding action hallelujah whenever we know things there's a birthing whenever we know things there's a change whenever we know things hallelujah there's a transformation that takes place whenever there's a knowing when a man knows a, a woman hallelujah the woman gets impregnated you shall know the truth. That's not a stroll. <laughs> That's not hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. No. When you get to know the truth. Oh, there's a... Because you'll be impregnated very soon. Amen. Yes. You begin to feel the, the bad pang of what you carry. Because when you know they impregnate you with something. That even if they take you, hallelujah, to the gluttony. You say, go ahead. Chop my head off. I know this thing. I will not deny I know, I know what I know. I have come to truth. I have come to reality. I have come, hallelujah, to, you know, to life. I'm no longer dead. Once I was blind, they wanted to, they wanted to change the guy's, you know, uh, opinion. Uh, uh, uh. They said, so how, so how did you get blind? 
He said, this, this man just made a mod, you know, and, and, and he sent me to go wash. I came back seen. They, they were trying to discard. They were trying to discourage. They were trying to cancel him. <laughs> we live in a world where if people, if, people, if people hear things that don't suit their opinion, they want to cancel it. This guy said, no, I don't know this guy, but this is what he did. He asked me to go wash and I came back seen. I've gained my sight. And they kept, they kept challenging. They said, no, this is the reality. You can't undo, amen, what truth has brought you into. You cannot undo. You see, when you begin to know some of the things that I have come to know, you will have a burden, a passion. You see, I can take the world. I'm taking the world. I'm, I'm, I, I don't really mind. You see, this is not about fair weather. It's not about, well, uh, do, do you, sentiment is nothing what we're doing. Your life depends on what you know. And God help you if you know the wrong thing. God help you if you know half truth. God help you, amen. If you have not come to the point of the end of yourself. Because nobody gets to know the truth until they come to the end of themselves. You see, I'm, now I'm sharing this. This is not what I intend to say. But this is what God wants me to say. To encourage somebody. To motivate somebody this morning. As we continue to delve into this powerful principle. Because your life, the next, the next seasons of your life, amen, is going to be built on how you respond, amen, to these words. The next thing you're going to be doing, the next decisions you're going to be making, hallelujah, yes, will be built. Not everything that looks nice and look rosy. Not everything that looks wonderful out there, amen. You don't want in this season to be looking at things and be sampling them. <laughs> it looks nice. Ah, this must be the genuine article. Uh, I'm trying to look for my phone. <laughs> You know, you, you know there, there are fake phones and there are originals. You 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 hold the thing like ah, this. This thing looks like the, the real thing. It looks like the real deal. You know, only for you to have bought the fake. <laughs> only for you to have bought the fake. <laughs> You understand? The, you know, as you have fake, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 iOS, you know, your, 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 uh, what you call it, them, the Apple phones, you have fake, you have, you have original, you have fake ones, yes. There are fake Sam, Samsung phones. They are fake, MF, fake, all kinds of fake things. How do you identify the fake from the original? That's what we're talking about. Lest a world, like I always say, lest, a, lest your environment gives you a purpose. And you, you waste your time running and pursuing things that God never called you to fulfill. You see, so you have to, amen, first of all, take a posture of Mary. The Bible says, you know, when, when Jesus came into their, into their space, into their home, hallelujah, rather than her trying to impress Jesus with her giftings, hello? Rather than her try to impress Jesus, amen. But how much she knows and how much she can sing, or how much she can, she can, you know, she can pray. The Bible says she sat. That's the first thing that happens when, when you want to engage a life, amen, of vision. You will sit at the feet. The Bible says she sat at the feet. And she began to absorb, she began to take in, she began to develop herself. Amen. She sat and she was listening. Many people have run, hallelujah, by just hearing a whispering. They have not sat. Morning by morning, hallelujah, he instructs me to know the words that will sustain the weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ears, my ears. Not this one, your inner ears. He awakens my inner ears. Hallelujah. To listen like one that has been 
and has been instructed. This is what we are doing to awaken your ears so you will not be rebellious to the ways of God, to the directions of God. They say a day is going to come, Peter, you'll be led to go to a place you don't want to go. You know why Peter doesn't want to go that way? Because in his own view, that's not the right path. That's not the right place. But in God's counsel, that's the road to take. How do you know the road to take? In this day where you have several roads, in this day where you have several roads before you, how do you know the correct one? How do you know the right one? How do you know the one that God, amen, has ordained for you? There's a way that seemeth right. And of course, the way that seemeth right always look convenient. A world of convenience. We want convenience. Our, our theology is... <laughs> God, bring me to rest. God, God, when I talk about rest, you're not talking about entering Christ because the rest is a person. The rest is not a state. <laughs> the rest is not a state. God's rest, God's rest is not a state. It's a person. You rest in Christ. You can be in crisis. But when you rest in Christ, you have peace. You have joy. You have tranquility. See, the Bible says in this world we will have tribulation. Tribulation doesn't mean amen, we should seek an escape. Tribulation means that we should find our place in Christ. That's why I said, in one of the teachings, I said, some of us, our vision will take us to the prison. Or uh, uh, that, that's something very, very challenging for many of us who have, who have developed amen, a false theology. Many people, amen, who have developed, a, when they hear teachings like that, they're like, no, God forbid. No, no, no. But, but then you read in the Bible that amen, Paul and Silas were in prison. All right? People were in prison. People were captured. Amen. Peter was in prison. But hey, but you see what God did in prison. You see what God did through the prison. So you see, mindset has to change. We have to begin to develop a new spiritual philosophy. When I mean new, I'm not talking about something new. That is just, no, it's still the ancient philosophy God has given to us. But we have to be awakened to the reality of this philosophy. So that when amen, God says, I need you to go through the way of a prison. You say, here am I, Lord. Send me. I'm going. Because you know, amen, that if God sent you to prison, amen, he must, have, he must have something bigger. There must be something, hallelujah, that he wants to carry out. Because, amen, behind every instruction, behind every direction of God, behind every, amen, a, a calling of God, there is a bigger purpose beyond what you can comprehend, what I can comprehend. All right? Some of the situation that I found myself when I came to this country, if God had revealed that to me in Nigeria, I'm sure I would have said to God, oh, my Lord, can't you look for somebody else? <laughs> can't you just look for somebody else? Can, can, just let me continue all right, in doing what I'm doing. I think I'm finally okay with what I'm doing here. But God doesn't think that way. You see, you see, by the time the Lord asked me to leave Nigeria and come to South Africa, I mean, I just came into, if you will, some financial breakthrough. I mean, I've been struggling in ministry for years. Somebody finally blessed me financially. I was able to put things the way I wanted. You know, it's like I've come to a day of rest and God said, now it's time to go. I'm like, Lord Jesus, no. Can it, can it, can it be now? It cannot be now. But you see, God, is, His ways are not our ways. His ways are not our ways. 
They said, this is not the place of your rest. You've got to be tracking with God. You've got to be tracking with God. You have to know where God is at every interval of your life. You've got to know. That's why I said God doesn't give us two visions. It's only one vision, but that one vision has got different hallelujah, departments and seasons. Amen. Yes. 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 Vision grows. So does purpose. And we also must grow with it. We grow with our vision. Alright? God awakens us morning by morning. He awakens our ears to listen like one that has been instructed. Amen. That's just, you know, some very good <clears throat> encouraging word for somebody this morning. Our friend, okay, let us go into what amen, we, we were looking at yesterday. A couple of things we are we, we established yesterday. And I'm hoping this morning again we'll be able to build amen, on, 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 on some of the things that are established yesterday. I'm hoping that maybe sometimes next week, I don't know how we're going to do but I think we should do this where or, uh, we can kind of have an open session. Alright, everybody can connect in if they want to, and then we can kind of have you know a question and answer answer. Alright, you can ask me question and, and then I can also try to you know maybe uh, 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 you know reply with, with the best of my knowledge and wisdom. Alright, but I think it's gonna be a time where you know we just need to understand this, you know, kind of an interactive you know moment. So I'm I am i am going to see how this can be done, alright, but I'll certainly give us enough you know a, a, a time to be able to you know figure this out and uh, because i know that some people are itching to ask me questions okay and I, I truly i want to be able to see how we can maybe answer some of your questions on this issue that we've been dealing with because i just feel you know, this is very critical all right we don't want to build on assumption you understand we don't want to build on lie i'm sure some of you have heard of the man kenneth hagen Alright, he's passed on to be with the Lord now, okay? He wrote a book years ago. I think it was Plan, Purpose, and Pursuit. Yes, Plan, Purpose, and Pursuit. He wrote this book years ago. Can I again? One of the finest, you know, uh, uh, you know, charismatic fake, fake move preachers. Alright, I used to listen to his messages back, back in the days. Okay, and uh, yeah, and and uh, of course, nobody knows it all. He has his own flaws and faults, but you know, the the little he knows, you know, he he focused on it, and 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 I believe that really that that blessed a lot a lot of people, including my own life. I would be lying if I said I wasn't blessed by his material. I was really, really blessed, and I remember in that book. All right, he he, he 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 actually revealed how you know for several years he was into you know this particular I think pastoral you know a ministry and I, I think you know after 15 years he said the Lord spoke to him that what you're doing is not what I've called you to do. All right, that's not what I've called you to do. But but he knows what he was doing. I mean, everything looks fine. You see, that's why you know we, we can we can presume we can we can we can we can assume that we know. Like I always say, the fact that you are good at something does not, amen. You know, expressly speak to, amen. You being called into that thing. That thing, amen, may just be, if you will, like I always say, your gift, amen, is a passage. It's an is an opener. Is an is 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 a is a direction into a calling. All right. Yes. Oftentimes, amen, we presume a gift or a talent for the calling. No, many a times we are all born with our, if you will, with our, with our, with our, with our talent and giftings because for every vision to be fulfilled, you need a gift, 
you need talents all right yes the bible said before jesus amen uh, uh jesus in fact jesus was given uh this uh, uh analogy all right about this 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 rich man who was about to take a, a journey all right and he called his servants all right and gave them what <clears throat> and gave them talents excuse me he gave them talents and he gave them according to their what according to their capability according to their grace according to their ability of course he himself amen knew their ability they didn't know their ability all right to one he gave two to one he gave you know three you understand and the bible says he told them to do what to go trade to invest all right he gave them the gift give them the talent say go do business until i come all right so you see gift was given to them something was given to them all right to carry out i think this is one of the best way i can explain the, the this concept of your gift amen is not your calling but your gift amen is a passage is a pathway amen yes let's let's assume like i always say let's assume somebody can sing somebody can play a nice you know uh, instrument you're very good like uh, like i explained some time ago about my son my son is actually learning uh, you know a, a, a piano he's taking a piano lesson he's trying i won't say he's he's good but he's trying okay uh, and 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 he has got a desire he's got a desire for it he's got a passion for it okay and he's got an ear for music okay so now he's doing all of that and we just let him to continue to learn and he's, he's he's learning and all of that okay and one day he start playing i could remember uh it was the last year last year in fact he played in his in, in their school end of year uh, uh you know end of year party what i don't know what they call it now but they they you know uh, because you know uh in his music school he got a certificate you know as one of the best guys to be watched for okay and this was something that was a state thing so he, he took the certificate to his school and he showed his teacher and his sister so his teacher said wow i didn't know somewhere you can play you know so the school had got a you know piano that nobody has touched you know for for a long time so they invited him the next day say okay uh, would you come and play for the staffs the, the the teachers so he played for them and they were quite impressed all right so i think the next day again all right uh, uh i think he played for i don't know but you get the point that i'm trying to make and so it's good but that will not be amen, the fact that he can play and we're training him and we're doing all of this encouraging him no we have to find out lord why do you give him the gift of keyboard of playing all right and what do you want to carry out you see that will be the most important thing less he can play and he end up like a michael jackson and all of this you know you know great you know uh, uh, musicians who were hijacked by the world system hello are you listening to me who were hijacked by the world system because amen uh, uh, the purpose because the, the the vision of that gift the, 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 the reason why they gave him the talent was not explained to him was not amen infused in the spirit you've got to connect the gifting you've got to connect the talent to the vision this is what god wants to use that gift for all right the reason why you are being built up you are being imparted so that one day god will use that gift amen to pave a way amen yes to people in high places 
so that when you begin to play people in high places amen can 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 you you can connect to them or that gift will connect amen yes uh, 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 is a passage that will connect people together and will relate people amen to the point where you see there are people that are very good i know i know i know unbelievers that are very very skillful skillful in fact i i have one or two you know because i love instrumental i, I love you know people who are, who are into I, my word there are from few guys if they play you will never think they're unbelievers you you, you would think they're christians you understand they, god gave them the gift the parents never amen connect that gift to 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 godliness to the things of god so they grew up with the gift Alright, because the gift gives them identity. That's what gift does. Gift will give you a talent. Gift, gift, excuse me, gift will give you identity. Your talent will give you, you know, an identity. If that identity is not connected to God, that identity will be pseudo, will be false, will be soulish. You understand? Yes, yes. Because uh, uh, that, that becomes how and where you find yourself. Alright? And that's how a lot of people are today. Alright? We when we look at certain names, we, we immediately connect them to you know to their giftings, to their talents. And I'm sharing this because South Africa, amen, is a country, is a nation, amen, that is filled with highly powerful, talented people, but have no sense of why God gave them the talent. So they are good and anybody, alright, they can play for anybody. They can go anywhere and play and just, you know, and, and play for money and play for fame and play to be known, play for, for popularity. But the core, the reason why God fashioned, why God invests this thing in them and why, amen, their parents or whoever invested, you know, in them to, to be skillful in that thing, amen, was never connected to God. And this is why you find these people miserable. If my son, if I cannot connect him, that the reason why God gave you this grace, this ability, all right, that the reason why you are seeking to learn coding, all right, is to be able to create, yes, you know, software that will advance the kingdom of God. Don't you think the Antichrist and the world system, amen, will hijack such a gift in him? Because that's another thing my son wants to do. He wants to, he wants to be a, a coder. He wants to be, you know, an app developer in all of these things. You understand? And that is because I also encourage him in that area i'm sharing this thing you see this is my own personal life i'm using to share with you you see you've got to be able to you know connect you know your children's giftings you know to 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 god's purpose to god's intention it's important that we do that this is the reason why they say amen parent amen you must train up your children it's not enough just to train them amen in good character you've got to also train them amen with the right sense of amen you know a, a, a career you've got, their career must connect amen to god's counsel era yes you're a single parent amen single father single mother amen it, it still does not you know stop you from training and helping your children to know amen why hallelujah they must study certain things why you are pushing them to a certain direction and that must be connected to God because listen there are two kingdoms in this world and these two kingdoms amen are filled with highly skillful people the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light have you noticed that in the kingdom of darkness they don't use mediocres they don't use mediocres they don't use mediocres. That's why everything they do, they seek to do it, amen, at the top notch. They seek to do it, amen, with the best. And that's why we fall for it. If that thing is not looking good, nobody wants it. 
So when the devil wants to package something for you, amen, he packages it well. He uses the best of the best of the best that he can find. And of course, this best that he finds amen, are people that are gifted but we're not captured in the vision of God. We're not trained, amen. We're not directed. We're not instructed in the ways of God, amen. We're not built to know the reason why they've been so gifted, all right. So now they're gifted and they're full of themselves. They're full of pride. They're full of ego, all right. When they come into a room, everybody must bow to them. Why? Because right? they're gifted. Some people are very gifted, gifted, amen, in oratory. When some people, when they enter the room, when they open their mouth, Everybody's just like, wow, mm. whoa, this person can speak. Some people are gifted in writing. When they write, you're like, wow. But see, their writing is not advancing. The reason why God gave them the gifts, why God gave God, why God gave them the talent. Some people are very gifted, amen, in the marketplace in doing business. Whatever their hand touches, it turns to money. Whatever they touch turns to gold. It's a gift from God, amen. But they're not using that gift, amen, to advance the public. They're being gifted. They're making money. They can both slam a millionaire. You see in the church, we talk about the millionaire's club. But what, what's the purpose? What is the purpose? Why is God blessing you? Why is God giving you money? Why, 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 why are you seeking to want to be rich when you do not have, amen, the vision of God in focus? You see, the Bible says the gift and the callings of God. Thank you, Father. God is speaking. The gift and the callings of God are without repentance. In other words, when he gives you a gift, he doesn't take it back. Hopefully somebody one day will give you a slap on the face and say, hey, the reason why they gave you this gift is to serve God, is to honor God, is to advance the things of God. Hopefully somebody, amen, like Isaiah, will be bold enough and say, ja. <laughs> he shook the person and say, hey, 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 you're missing it. Because, you know, the moment people, all right, get, in fact, children, the moment they begin to, you know, grow up and they become very good in certain things, we almost begin to idolize them. That's why we'll have platforms like idols. <laughs> you see children singing, and like, oh, oh my word! You, you, even even the judges, oh, everybody wants to collapse because they couldn't just believe that such a, you know such a child, you know, at this age can sing like that. It's got such a high pitch of a voice and all of that, and everybody is fixated on the gift and not on the purpose. Why did God give you that gift? Excuse me, you, that I'm talking to you, listening, you watching me. Why did God give you that gift? Have you find out? Why did God give you the gift? Amen. That in the midst of everybody, you're the only one that will stand up and speak. Everybody's afraid. But you're not afraid. <clears throat> Not because you are so opinionistic, but because there's something in you that will not be shut down by system. You, you just speak. Do you know? Have you discovered that? Or you just ride on the gift. Oh, I can speak. Uh, oh, I can play. Oh, I can do this. I can do that. We live in a world of sports. I'm not a very good sport person, but growing up, I, you know, I did a few few sports. In fact, I played football growing up. <laughs> you understand? And I was saying to myself, so I was saying, if I knew that sports, all right, who bring so much money, maybe I should have <laughs> improved myself more on that. 
But the point that I'm making, there are a lot of people playing sport today. Can you see sport people are some of the richest people in the world? Why did they give you the gift, amen, of, of sports? Some people are very energetic. Why did they give you such a gift? You've got to know. So that, amen, when you are in your field earlier, you project Christ and you project his kingdom. And we've seen few people do that. All right? Even if the world tried to cancel them and penalize them, they still never stop. Because, you see, you, when you get to the to the echelons of your gifting is very difficult, amen, to project Christ. If that thing has not been infused in you, hallelujah, from your childhood. If that thing has not been built in you, if you have not built that thing, alright, your child is very brilliant. If you, have, if you have not, amen, begin to tell your child the reason why they're giving you such brain, the reason why you're so clever is because God has, amen, God has a need, amen, for your brain. The one day you're going to be using your brain to glorify God. You're going to be using your talent to glorify God. You're going to be using, amen, your, your competency in science, amen, yes, to, to glorify God. If you don't include that, you are, you are raising an idol. Because, amen, a gift without God is idolatry. Oh, Jesus. A gift without God is idolatry. Because people will worship you as you worship the gift. People will worship you. You will hold amen, people and system hostage. Most times, in fact, people that are gifted in church, they hold men of God hostage. <laughs> I'm, I'm not coming today. I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm not singing. You want the man of God to come and bow down and lick your shoes. I understand the extreme that some of the gifted people in the church are, are not respected and they are not, you know, they, 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 they are not, you know, encouraged. They are not supported. I understand that. Remember, I also pastor a church before, so I know all of this thing. So I'm dealing with two extremes. But if God called you, amen, to serve in something, don't look for a man, amen, to reward you. Because the man is not the one who, 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 who you see, I've, I've told you this several times. People have said to me, you know, you're a very good writer. You're a very, very good writer. Well, why don't you start publishing? I mean, you're looking for money. I still have my office here incomplete. I'm not even saying anything about it because everybody seems like, okay, uh, we can't we can continue supporting this guy. This, how long is gonna how long is it gonna take this guy to finish his office? Well, as long as it takes, because I'm not gonna force people to give to me. So why don't you just start, you know, putting your materials together and sell? Well, the Lord never said to me to do that, okay? Because when God gives you a gift and a grace, amen, he also gives you an instruction. We just read it, amen. Morning by morning, he awakens my ears to listen like one that has been instructed. Maybe tomorrow God will say to me, okay, Isaiah, um, that next book you're going to write, maybe you can publish it and sell it to make money. But he has not spoken to me. Alright, so we live, amen, on what God says. Man shall not live by bread alone, by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I'm in need, I'm in need, amen. Financially, I'm seriously in need, but guess what? I don't put that before me, and I don't try to, amen, you know, merchandise the gift and the and the and the things that God has given to me. The word, the last word he gave to me is freely you have received, freely give. I can assure you, it's not easy. To sit down and put materials together. Particularly your writing, your podcaster, 
and then I'm still a father, all right? And then I'm still going to do so other things. It's not an easy thing. In fact, all right, if you ask me, how do you, how do I manage, how do I manage my time? I don't know. Because I don't think if truly you're serving God, amen, you're able to balance uh, your time. No, there's nothing like that. Anybody who tells you, well, you can balance your time. No, you can't balance your time. There will always be one thing, amen, that will take more of your time than others. That's why it's important, amen, that your environment and your family know, amen, your calling, know your giftings. Because, yes, they, they, will, they will, at some level, amen, yes, they, at some level, they will have to sacrifice. I can't give the same quality of time that I give to my family, to the things of God. And you think I'll, I'll be able to come out, amen, and minister in such a way that they will make impact. No. You see, it's the vision that will define, amen, the values, the standards, the priorities of your life. All right? And we have to know that. If we don't know that, we're going to be in trouble. Because while you're trying to do other things, amen, there's a call for a bigger commitment and a bigger responsibility. Now, how did I get to this point? Anyhow, so you get the point that I'm making. Uh, it, we, we just have to have this clarity and understanding. All right? If you have not discovered or you're seeking to discover, tell me you're going to spend more time in prayer. You're going to spend more time studying the word of God. All right? You've got to spend more time in the place of, of reading and studying and trying to find out, all right, what is God saying? You know, I've got books. I've got all kinds of books. You have to have time to read, to study, to know, to discover. Yes, those people who, who discover their vision, how did they do it? All right? You see, I, I've taken the pain to put this material together for us kind of give us an head start to help us to at least know where to start from how to how to further how to journey on so we are not confused in this wilderness we're, we're not just roaming around you know like the children of israel uh, you know in the wilderness 40 years not not making headway no we we want to enter amen the promised land we want to fulfill amen what god has apportioned us feel full there's something god wants you amen to feel full there's something god wants you to accomplish there's something that god amen wants you you see regardless of who you are you're colored you're white you're black you're caucasian amen you're from ninja you're from benue you're from you know Ethiopia. you're from mali you're from saudi you're from america regardless of the state of the environment that shape, amen, your cultural identity, God has placed, has infused a vision in you. All right? Vision breaks boundaries, amen, of, 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 of language, of culture. Yes. Yeah? We come from certain places, certain things you guys cannot do. When God infuses you with a vision, the vision takes you beyond the walls. Beyond the walls. Is somebody listening? Is somebody listening this morning? Are you getting are you getting you know information? Because this is my desire. I want you to get information that will transform. Yes. When you hear this, you've got to take them into prayer. Listen to them if you don't understand. Amen. Download the message. Listen to it again and again. Rewind it. Play it again. Amen. 
hear what God is saying to you. All right? don't, don't be in a hurry to want to go and manifest something that you are not sure of. Listen, preaching is not a calling. It's part of it. That you can preach very well. It's not a calling. But it's part of it. You understand? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? You've got to know what message they have given to you. The kingdom is vast. As somebody said, God has come into ministry. Well, the ministry is a vast field. The ministry is vast and wide. In fact, it will be it will be a hard place for you to find somebody who can tell you it can he or she can define to you what ministry is. Because ministry is the life of God being poured out. Ministry is the life of Christ being poured out into all the various aspects of human endeavors. There are aspects of ministry that I can, I would dare not venture into it because I'm not skilled and called into that area. But I understand, amen, what ministry is generally. And I'm seeking to understand even more. All right? I'm asking the Lord to broaden my mind. All right? So, so that when somebody amen, is seeking to function and fulfill his or her ministry, amen, I can be there to enhance that person. All right? And if, if, you, if, you, if you understand the world we live in today, you will need to fight your way. You understand? And, and I'm saying that in inverted comma. You will need to break through certain fields. You will, of course, meaning that you have come to know this is what God has called me to do. This is what the Lord will have me to do. All right? Like, a, like in my note, I was saying, listen, some of us are called, but we are not called to start something. We're not called to pioneer something. We're called to assist somebody. We're called to encourage somebody. We're called, called to support. And that could be for a season. Or that could be what God wants you to do. And there are certain people, they are just good in that. Their calling is to support others. Just as I said yesterday, amen, the woman, amen, why God created and designed the woman is to support the man. She's a companion. She's there to assist the man fulfill. All right. So somebody who is so you know uh, 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 driven by I want to do something. I want to I want to start something. It will be very difficult for such a person, amen, to see his or herself as one called to assist others because there is a ministry of assistance, the ministry of helps. We read it. Romans twelve is there. All right. So if your calling is to assist somebody and like you find that in many churches, you are called to assist the man of God. You're called, amen, to, to, to promote, amen, the vision, hallelujah, of, of this of this assignment, of this initiative. All right. But as the as the work begins to grow, as the work begins to increase, and uh, you begin to get popular, you also begin to get known, all right. And you suddenly people start whispering into your ear. So when are you gonna start your own? <laughs> so when are you going to start your own? Uh, uh, you, you got, you, uh, uh, you've got that. The anointing is not to compete. God doesn't give us giftings to compete. God doesn't give us grace to compete. Uh, uh, they gave us gift to compliment. Uh, oh, come on. I, I'm going to be speaking you know, on this side. Because this is one of the areas amen, that has caused a lot of damage in the church and, and we've seen so many dysfunctional ministry out there because okay somebody think i've outgrown listen of course you can outgrown a place and when you have come to a point at a place where you have outgrown a place you need to walk up to the man of god and say with us i think my time is done of course you can't do this by the flesh I, I was called to support you and i've been doing that for a while and, and but now i think the lord is calling me 
to, 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 to do something else. And guess what? It, 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 it might even be amen, to go support another ministry. I, I think I have built enough uh, uh, assistance and people, you know, giftings here. I think the Lord is calling me to go assist that church. You don't need to be sneaking into the church. You don't need to. Uh, so, uh, bro, why are you not in church today? Uh, I wasn't feeling too well. No, you, you know, you know, you are well, but you were in another church. You were in another place. You know, you know, nobody hold you hostage. Amen. The things of God, Hallelujah, must be done with a sense of purity. Walk up to the man of God. I know there are some men of God. They've created this sense of fear. You know, you can't talk to them. No, walk up to him. If you try and you can't get him, send a message to him. If if the message is not getting to him, all right. Make sure that you, <laughs> you will lay him on the road one day. Say, sir, I've been trying to get... Okay, because I know these days men of God, right? they are with bodyguards and you can't come near them. Yes, even in church, nobody can talk to them. Yeah, but there are wonderful men of God. You can walk up to them. You can say, sir, this is what I feel like. Because we all have the spirit of God. That's what I told my people when I was a pastor. Until today, I still tell people, if you wonder, you feel it's time for you to move on, to do something else, walk, tell, let me know. I'm not going to stop you because I'm not God. I'm not God. I can't stop you. It's a free world. Yes, there's a protocol. All right? And this person left. No, you shouldn't just leave without putting things right. That's why I always frown at people or who, who leave a church and start going somewhere else. No, it shouldn't be that difficult. Once you know, amen, that you, you're, you're in a place, even if you're worshipping somewhere, listen to this, you, if you're worshipping in a church, that, that pastor does not own you. That man of God does not own you, amen. Your allegiance is to God first and of course to the ministry. Yes. And if you feel, remember when I said feel, <laughs> you shouldn't, it shouldn't be on feeling, it should be what you know. But if you feel, well, it's time for me to leave this place, walk up to the man of God and let him know. And like I said to my people, the day you also feel like you want to return back, the door will be open for you. We're not going to shut you out. Yeah. You understand? So, never do things in fear. Fear is what a lot of, you know, ministry men of God and women of God have used to promote, to drive what they're doing. And it's no longer working. And that's why you find a lot of people today, all right, they sit at home. They, they're no longer attending anywhere. And it's for the reason, one of the reasons I believe God have sent somebody like me. You see, I bring a balance. I'm not saying I don't believe in the church. I believe in the church. I believe in us gathering. I believe in the gathering of the brethren. Amen. I believe in community. Yes. <clears throat> But I don't believe in pseudo-community. I don't believe in a community that, that is being induced by fear. Alright? You use fear to promote what you're doing. You use... Oh, no, no. No, we can't do that. The, the day is fast spent. This is the day of the Lord. We want to build mature people who have, amen, a, a, you know, a sense of humility, wisdom, and understanding. Amen? Who can see what God is doing and can partner with God. Amen? Say, well, this is what... This is what I'm talking about. Are you listening, friends? Alright? Don't, 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 don't do things in the flesh. Don't do things because you feel, uh, well, or don't leave the church because somebody said something to you, or because somebody was angry with you, or because there's a quarrel, you know? Uh, yeah, you know how we do it. There's so much quarrel in the church. There's so much backbiting and all of this kind of things. No, it should be addressed. It should be addressed. 
I like, I like to confront issues. Not confront people. I like to confront issues. And sometimes you can avoid it. If you're going to confront certain issues, you, you, you may have to confront people. Right? And we do that with honor and respect. Amen. But we have to confront whatever needs to be confronted because we have to build. Amen. We have to build the church of the Lord. We have to build the things of God. We have to build it. Amen. Into that order of divine edification. The house of God should be a place where people can come and find joy and find rest and find fulfillment and find answer and grow. Amen. Yes. And be able to partner and collaborate. All right. Not, 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 not competing. We, we see that, amen, in the, in the prayer meeting. We see that, amen, in, 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 in among the psalmists. Yes. We see that among ministers. All right. Yeah. All kinds of spirits we have allowed. God is cleaning his house. All of this speaks to us having an understanding of God's vision for our life. If I understand God's vision for my life, amen, it means that I understand the space that God has created for me and I want to remain in my little space. I want to function there. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> if I'm called to, to back, amen, the, the, the main singer, all right, I, I don't want my voice to overshadow his or her voice. Hello. That's not the time for me because I've got a good voice, but I'm not the one leading. Hello, that's not the time for me to. So everybody can say, "What? That, that person can?" No, no. You are supposed to back, and when you're backing, Amen. Your voice is almost not heard, Amen. But it blends in. Oh, come on, it blends in. All right. If it's not for me, if it's not the time for me, you understand? To you know, to play the lead guitar, I don't want to play it. All right, because if I do, I disrupt the entire order, the entire symphony. That's what we do in church. You see, knowing your place and your grace and your gifting, amen, and the time you are called to function, allow a smoothening, a smooth ride of the things of God. All these things that we're seeing today that everybody's doing their thing. It's not, it's not going to help. It's not going to work. I guess, some, I guess God just wanted to encourage somebody this morning. You see, I thought we we're going to just continue from yesterday evening. But I'm going to come back hopefully later on. All right. And, and finish that scripture I began to read, you know, yesterday on uh, 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 the Chronicles now. Or Samuel. What, what scripture was that again that I was reading yesterday? Yes. First Samuel 2 Samuel 18. All right. You know, talk about, you know, uh, David men, you know, fighting uh, Absalom who have joined, who have joined himself with some uh, uh, Israelites army, right? And God, you know, David giving an instruction to, to, you know, to Joab and the rest of his commander, amen, that they should not do anything harmful to Absalom, all right? Yes, I'm going to continue that because I want to draw out something, something very small, but very profound, all right? Uh, yes. So you, you will see this guy who has a gifting, who has grace, is a runner, all right? And he wants to take the message. Okay, maybe I should quickly go go, go about it. Maybe I can I can finish I can finish the thought. If you go to first uh, second Samuel chapter eighteen, all right? Th this was what I was reading yesterday when the light went off. Okay, let's quickly do this. I think yeah, we can quickly just do this. Let me take it again. Second uh, Samuel chapter eighteen. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. I'll take it from verse 1. I want to draw out something that I want to link, amen, to you trying to uh, function in a gift which time has not come. 
or in a gift that amen you are not allowed hallelujah to use let's quickly look at this there are other principles that i'm going to extract from this later on but today i want to just focus on that particular one <clears throat> excuse me second samuel chapter 18 verse 1 says david monstered the men he gathered the men who were with him and appointed over them commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds david said to his troops amen a third under excuse me david sent out his troop his troops a third under the com, the command of job job is the is the is the is the general of of david's army all right a third under job's brother abisha son of zeroah all right and the third under itai the gittites all right uh the king told the troops i myself will surely amen match out with you but they said to him you must not go out if we are forced to flee they won't care about us even if half of us die they won't care but you are worth ten thousand of us wow it will be better for us it will be better for you to give us support from the city the king answered i will do whatever seemed best to you i mean that's powerful can you see that i just love this the king said i will do whatever seemed best to you this is what i'm talking about in one of my notes amen you've got to know amen where all right to compromise in the function in the bringing out amen of a vision all right they are not the one david gave a command all right you know few must go with job few must go with his brother and few must go with the gittites you understand it was David who gave that command. And David said, I also, all right, will take a different path. Okay. So basically, we can have four groups rather than three. And they said, No, no, David, no, we can't afford to lose you. All right. In case, you know, we're under pressure in war, all right, and they start chasing us, they won't mind if they kill a man 10,000 of us. It's, it's nothing. But if they kill you, you are worth more than 10,000. So we'd rather have you stay in the city and from there give us coordinates. Okay. And David said, Okay. I like that. David didn't have to impose himself after I'm the king. Let's go on. David, David the king answered, I will do whatever seemed best to you. So the king stood. Now listen to this. So the king stood beside the gate while all the men marched out in units. Oh, you know, when, sometimes when I read this, I wish, I wish this can be, this can be put into a movie because it will help other people to really understand the Bible said they march as they were marching out. I mean, this is, you know, an army of hundreds and thousands going out to war. And David stood by the gates. The king then commanded Joab. I could imagine, listen, because everybody heard it. The king then commanded Joab, Abishah, and the Ittite, the three commanders, all right? Be gentle with the young man, Absalom. What a heart. What a heart of David. He's going to war with Absalom, his son. But he's telling them, alright, don't kill my son. He said, be gentle, amen, with the young man Absalom for my sake. And all the troops, all the troops, not just the commanders, and all the troops heard the king giving the order concerning Absalom, amen, to each of the commanders. David's army marched out out of the city to fight Israel and the battle took place in the forest of Ephraim 
the Israelites' troop were rooted by David's men. The Israelites' troop were rooted, amen, by David's men. And the casualties that day were great. 20,000 men. The battle spread out all over the countryside and the forest swallowed up more men than the sword. Verse 9. Now Absalom happened to meet David's men. Now listen to this. Now Absalom happened to meet David's men. He was riding. Basically, I think he was trying to escape. He was riding his mule. As the mule, amen, went under the, the, the thick branch of a large oak, Absalom's heir, amen, got caught in the tree. It was left hanging in, in the, in the mid-air while the mule, amen, kept, you know, riding on. Verse 10, when one of the men saw what had happened, of course, what did he do? He told Joab, he called, you know, the commander Joab, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak tree. Why? Because he remembered what the king had commanded. Job said to the man who had told him this, What? You saw him? Why didn't you strike him to the ground right there? Did you see subordination? This is God Almighty. Oh, you know, I love to teach this to leaders. I love to teach this because this is very profound. Everybody is full of anger. Absalom has created so much, you know, issue in the land. So many lives have died. But yet, the, the, the command is nobody takes his life. Here is Joab, the chief commander, all right, of Absalom, excuse me, of, of, of David. Remember who David is. Remember, we're supposed to, this year we're going to be talking about David. This year we're going to be talking about David. Thank you, Jesus. Excuse me. The Bible says, Joab said to the man who had told him this, What? You saw him? Why didn't you strike him to the ground right there? Then I would have given you, listen to this, then I would have given you 10 shekels of silver and a warrior's belt. But the man replied, even if a thousand shekel were weighed out into my hands, I would not lay hands on the king's son. In our hearing, the king commanded you and Abishai and Ittai, protect the young man, Absalom, for my sake. We heard it. And if you have put, amen, listen to this. And if I had put my life in jeopardy, and if I had put my life in jeopardy, and nothing is hidden from the king, amen, you would have kept your distance away from me. In other words, if I'd killed this man, you would be the first one, amen, to stay away from me. In other words, it's my death. Joab said, I am not going to wait like this for you. So he took three javelins in his hand and plunged it into Absalom's heart while Absalom amen, was still alive in the oak tree. And listen to this. And ten of Joab's armor bearers surrounded Absalom and struck him and killed him. Ah! 
David didn't even know that his throne was already being, 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 being you know, being threatened by his own, you know, personal assistant. Oh, Jesus, help us. Is somebody getting this? This is very powerful. If I'm going to be doing a teaching on leadership next time, I'm going to be basing it on this. In fact, as we continue to deal with the concept, amen, of, of the seasons of David, hopefully God will grant us grace to look at this. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Bible says in verse 15, and 10 of Job's armor bearer surrounded Absalom. After, after this is after, amen, uh, uh, Job himself has plunged Absalom with three javelins. Three javelins. The Bible says, amen, his, his, ten, his ten most closest armor bearer surrounded Absalom, amen. Of course, what were they doing? They were showing their allegiance to Joab, not to David. Friends, I'm showing you something today, hopefully, that we will all understand, that will help us to track, amen, what is going on today in the body of Christ, because this is it. Many are many many people's allegiance, amen, are to men, not to amen God, not to amen the the the, 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 the spirit of leadership. Verse sixteen. Then Job surrounded. <clears throat> listen. Then then Job sounded the trumpet after the evil has been committed, and the troop stopped pursuing the Israelites, for Job halted them. They took Absalom threw him into a big uh, uh, pit in the forest and piled up a large heap of rocks over him. Meanwhile, all the Israelites fled to their homes. During his lifetime, Absalom had taken excuse me, during his lifetime, Absalom had taken a pillar and, and erected it in the king's valley as a, as a monument to himself for he thought, I have no son to carry out the memory of my name. He named the pillar after himself and it is called Absalom's monument till today. Now, this is where I'm going. Now, Ahimas, Ahimas, verse 19. Now, Ahimas, son of Zadok, said, Let me run, amen. Let me run and take the news to the king that the Lord had vindicated him by delivering him from the hand of his enemy. This guy called, you know, you know, Ahimas, son of Zadok, said, Now we don't know if this Zadok is Zadok the priest, all right? But they told us this Zadok, amen, has got a son called Ahimas, all right? And he seemed to be very known, all right? And he said, He is the one who said to, to you know, to Joab, the commander, he said, Let me. Let me let me run. So we know he's a runner. We know this guy is is, is gifted. He's, he can run. Yeah, he, you know, he's like a gazelle. All right? He can run. He's got a gift of running. You understand? He's known for you know his speed. He will beat your Kaluis and your Ben Johnson. And I don't know all right, the, the name of the others, but we back there we know the Kaluis and the Ben Johnsons of this one and so many others who, who are very good. This guy, Aimas, all right, is a runner. Okay? He's got the gift to run. 
So he said, let me run and take the news to the king that the Lord had vindicated him by delivering him from the hand of his enemy. Verse 20. Now listen to the conversation. I'm not a good storyteller, but I try my best. <laughs> but listen to the conversation. Verse 20. You are not amen, the one to take the news today. This is, this is the reply of uh, uh, um, Joab to Ahimaaz. You are not the one to take the news today. Joab told him. You may take the news another time. But you must not amen, do so today. Because the king's son is dead. Joab said to the Cushites. So Joab called somebody else. The Cushites. Go. Tell the king what you have seen. The Cushite bowed down. Before Joab. And ran off. Ahimaaz, the second time, Ahimaaz, son of Zadok, again said to Joab, Come what may. <laughs> Come what may. Please let me run behind the Cushites. Now, oh, Jesus. Joab replied, My son, why do you want to go? You don't have any, any news that will bring you a reward. So we begin to see, Amen. That this guy's amen, motive is to be rewarded. He's got a gift of running. Remember, the context is we're trying to uncover the place of purpose in the fulfillment of a vision. And I'm, 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 I'm looking at this as a powerful example that will help us to bring context into how purpose serves vision and how purpose, amen, yes. <clears throat> Can, can abuse a vision that is not clear, that has not been submitted to. Remember, purpose is what defines your strength, your grace, your competence, your capacity. So this guy can run. He's got stamina. But he wants to use his stamina, amen, for the wrong purpose, for the wrong assignment. Job said, you are not the one to run today. Job had already committed, you know, treason. He had already disobeyed the king. But he's telling this young man, <clears throat> excuse me, he's telling this young man, but, amen, but Joab replied, my son, why do you want to go? Why do you want to run? You don't have any news that will bring you a reward. Verse 23, he said, come what may, again, I want to run. Let me run. I want to run. It's like this guy is on a steroid. It's like something is pushing this guy. And of course we know why he's pushing him. He wants a reward. He wants to be recognized. The king already knew him. Because you're going to see. The king already knew him. But this guy is trying to use his gift. He's trying to use his talent. Connected earlier with immaturity. Yes. To do something he was not a man assigned for, he was not prepared for. He think running is enough to just go to the king. I can run. No, you this kind of a news requires somebody mature, requires not just zeal. You see, the, oh God help me. There is a place where certain gifts, no matter how gifted you are, you are not supposed to say anything. 
because what they are looking for in that stage yes they need a gift but what they are looking for is maturity you see there are certain news the way you break the news is very important this is what Job is trying to say Job is in fact Job is trying to protect this guy you still have you still have potential you still have, because such a news can even brought amen death to the guy but he, he said let me run I want to run come what may I need to run I must be the one to go tell the king you see when you are in a situation where you are using your gift amen to give your platform that's what that's the point you're looking for amen, a name you you want to be recognized uh you see, you you create amen, you create a, 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 a um, uh, what do you call it now a youtube channel where you don't have a message <laughs> you create you know all kinds of platform on just social media but you have nothing to say you just want to be there i want to run everybody's running let me run in fact i'm good i've been graced to run but excuse me <laughs> you have not mature this kind of race is for the mature there is a race amen that requires the wisdom of the tortoise not the strength of the horse thank you father there is a race that requires the wisdom of the tortoise not just the strength of the horse the race is not for the swift the battle is not for the strong it says, no, come walk me. I want to run. So Joab said, run. You want to run? Go ahead, run. <laughs> the Ahimas ran, amen. Then the Ahimas ran by the way of the plain, by the way of the plain, and outran the Kushites. <laughs> you know, I, I just like to sit around this kind of a message and just try to dissect it by the spirit he outran the Kushite of course for them to call the Kushite he also must be a very good runner <clears throat> oh Jesus grant us wisdom wisdom builds a house Ah, uh, thank you, my dear brother. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> nice to have you this morning. Join us. Our allegiance should be unto God and not to men. And you can see what happened. The men of Job, they surrounded Absalom. And they stabbed him to death. He, they, Job had already killed the guy. But they wanted to prove, show their allegiance. Is that not what we're seeing today? Men are praying. They are praying in the name of their bishop. They are praying in the name of the God of Oyedeko. In the name of the God. I'm like, what are you, what's going on here? There are people that will tell you, no, they believe more in, in their papa, in their bishop than... <laughs> that's, the, that's the gospel we have rich we have sold to people no wonder the whole society the world amen, is in disarray what happened the day God strike that man dead to your tent all Israel this is why the body of Christ is in the shamble because we have built men all right whose allegiance are unto us and not unto God thank you my brother for highlighting that 
Let me read on. This is powerful. I mean, when I used to do leadership training, this is one of the core areas that I used to mention, I used to follow. <clears throat> so Job said, you want to run, run. Then Ayemas ran by the way of the plane and outran the Kushite. While David was sitting between the inner and outer gate, David was anxious. What's going on on the battlefield? While David, amen, was sitting between the inner and the outer gate, <clears throat> the watchman, excuse me, the watchman went up to the roof of the of the gateway by the wall. As he looked, as he looked out, he saw a man running alone. He saw a man running alone. The watchman, amen, called out to the king and reported. The king said, if he's alone, he must have good news. <clears throat> and the runner came closer. Listen. And the runner came closer and closer. Then the watchman saw another runner. And he called and he, and he called down to the gatekeeper. Look, another man is running alone. The king said, he must, he must be bringing good news too. <laughs> no, they're not bringing good news. The watchman said, it seemed to me that the first that the that the first one running, the first one running, amen, is Ahimas, the son of Zadok. So they know, they know this guy. You know, the, the closer the, the, the watchman earlier looked, you know, saw the way this guy is running, he said, Ah, this guy is Ahimas. Only Ahimas can run like this. <laughs> they know him for his giftings. He always takes the trophy. Every time there's a race competition, Ahimas come first. The watchman said, It seemed to me that the first, because Ahimas outran the Kushat, isn't it? Yes. It seemed to me that the first one is running like Ahimas, the son of Zadok, is a good man. The king said, he comes with good news. He's a good man. Hi. He's a good man with an ulterior motive. He's a good man, all right, with, with, who has been compromised. He's a good man that is seeking, you know, a platform, popularity, seeking for something. He's a good man who, who is abusing his gift, his calling, his assignment. Then Ahimas came out to the king. All is well. He bowed down before the king with his face to the ground and said, Praise be to the Lord God. He has delivered, listen to this, He has delivered those who lifted their hand against my lord the king. The king asked him, Is the young man Absalom safe? Is the young man Absalom safe? Ahimas answered, <laughs> I saw great confusion just as Job was about to send the king's servant and, and me, your servant, but I, I don't know what it what it was. Can you see? Now he's afraid. He doesn't even know what to say. The, the king asked him, is the young man Absalom safe? Sorry, king. And I, 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 I saw a great confusion just as Job. <laughs> the king said, you you don't have anything to tell me. Stand one side. 
Stand aside and wait here. The king said. So he stepped aside and stood. Can you see? His, his giftings and grace was disgrace. His giftings and grace was disgrace. That just came out of my mouth. Wow, that's God. His gifting and grace was disgrace. Stand aside, the king said. So he stepped aside and stood there. Then the Cushite arrived and said, My lord the king, hear the good news. The lord has vindicated you today by delivering you from the hand of all who rose against you. The king asked the Cushite, Is the young man Absalom saved? The Cushite replied, May the enemy of my lord the king and all who rise who rise, who, who rise up arms to you be like the young man. Of course, immediately, the king knew what has happened. The Bible says the king was shaken. He went up to the room over the gateway and wept. As he wept, he said, Oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only, if only I had died instead of you. Oh, my son Absalom, oh, my son. Friends, maybe you understand the weightiness of this word. You can see there's so many, so many principles and lessons to extract from this just one chapter. But the most important thing I want to draw our attention to is the mistake of Ahimas highly gifted a sprinter a runner but abuse his gift he didn't know how to present himself how to use his gift when it was wasn't time when he is not being called for he forced himself he forced his gift he forced himself he forced his talent on something he was not ready for and it was disgrace stand aside that is the lot of those who really do not understand that that our purpose and our strength and all that comes with it must be connected to the vision of God to the assignment of God to the intentions of God for our life or else many of us will end up like Ahimaaz I hope this word will awaken you and me will trigger something in your spirit will allow you to understand that the issues before us <clears throat> the issues of our day are issues that we have to really believe God to grant us the grace, the knowledge the wisdom, the understanding amen, of approaching so that we don't make the mistake of Aimas yes, I know you're gifted I know your grace, I know you've got a resource but is it the time I, I, is your gift in speaking to the vision of God, to the intentions of God, to what you have been assigned, or are you trying to promote something that heaven has not, <clears throat> excuse me, that heaven has not called for? Because if you do, you end up like Ahimaaz. Friends, this is the day where we have to really turn our hearts, turn our life, commit our ways 
unto the Lord and let the Lord help us help us to look into ourselves look into our life we want to be effective we want to be fervent people we want to be people who have an understanding of the times and the season we don't want to abuse whatever resources that God has given to us each and every one of us has got a man a grace and a gifting but that grace and gifting must speak to yes the vision of God for our life and the timing that God will have us amen express it so friends thank you so very much thank you uh, uh, sister Colette for joining and of course my dear brother you know uh, uh, Mararo thank you so very much everyone and anyone out there who have uh, uh, joined us uh, today I believe this is a timely word this word basically this morning amen is, is a motivation is an exaltation right is an exaltation, is a motivation, is an encouraging word, amen, for us to go back and look into ourselves, look into our life, look into our space, and, and, and reorder things, and put things in their right order, put things in their right perspective. Let's not presume and assume. Let's not allow the enemy, amen, to put so much pressure on us to the point that we begin to manifest or try to project something that heaven, amen, has not called for. I believe this is such a beautiful word that will continue amen to realign us and adjust us father we want to thank you this morning thank you for your will your counsel that is established thank you for your word oh god that is established thank you for your desire and your intentions oh god that has gone forth this word oh god will not return to you empty void but this word will continue to bring forth and produce what you desire it to accomplish in our life. Indeed, it will accomplish your intentions and purposes, oh God. We, in the name of Jesus, will wait in accordance to the vision that you have ordained for us. We continue to pray for clarity in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that we will have an understanding of how you want yes, your purpose for our life, oh God, yes, to pan out. The purpose is not the chief thing but it's powerful in terms of guiding and leading yes the fulfillment of your vision now before we talk about purpose help us to understand vision with clarity so we can have the right direction so we can have the right skill and the right relationship help us to build the resource needed oh god help us to understand the seasons and the times that you have ordained for us to manifest indeed our vision creates a season and a time for us. Help us to see it. Even when it looks like, yes, uh, uh, on, uh, you know, a, a, a time that we're not ready. The Bible says, and, and Jason called his son, David, and said, I, I need you to go visit your brother on the field. Take bread and milk and cheese to them and present some, yes, even to the king. Uh, and, and But David did not know that God hallelujah, had set him up for something great. Father, help us, oh God, to, to understand and to, and to interact with every moment of our life as if we are fulfilling, yes, something that carries, yes, a, a destiny. Help us not to look at things in the natural and play with them and joke with them, oh God. Help us, oh God, to see, yes, eternity and spirituality in everything around us. Help us, Father. 
So that when we are sent on an errand, let's see it, O oh God, as part of the mandate, as part of, yes, your plan for us. Help us not to shun and reject, yes, what you have designed as a bridge, as a passage to lead us to a greater place of making impact. So, Father, we ask you, grant us maturity. Help us to develop grace, capacity, competence, character, oh God. We pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for my brethren, as I pray for myself, as I pray for my family my children oh God both biological and spiritual I pray that Lord Christ be formed in us that we be formed in truth that we be formed in the ways of God I pray for those watching right now Lord that as they listen to this truth oh God it will resonate with them that this truth will be planted as a seed oh God deep into the soil the good soil of their heart oh God that this seed will allow oh God to grow to grow until it becomes a tree that bears forth fruit I thank you spirit of God because indeed your will shall find fulfillment in our life your counsel shall find expression in our life I refuse us to die until we locate and find and begin to fulfill the reason why we are giving life the reason why we have seen the light of today help us to see the importance of today you say while is today while is today while is today while it is today you say now faith is help us spirit of the Lord empower us energize us and enable us oh God help us not to be like Ahimas oh God who said I will run I want to run come what may I want to run even though his time has not come even though he has not been accepted he has not been chosen to run but he's seeking to force his way because he wants to create something for himself this guy is is, is, is gifted but he's, he's insecure he's gifted but he lacks knowledge he's gifted but he lacks understanding oh father help us deliver us from this character deliver us make us people that are mature and maturity comes with the dealings of God God brings people things, issues into our life to mature us God brings events into our life to mature us God will allow all kinds of things, yes, to come into our space to mature us. Help us, oh God, to let go of our own ways and opinions. We want to submit. We want to submit in obedience to your voice, to your ways. We want to submit in obedience to your act. We want to submit. We want to learn. We want to become, yes, a people, oh God, who understand the ways of your spirit. Help us to be awakened. Awaken our minds. Awaken our spirit. Awaken our faculty. Help us, spirit of the Lord. We cannot do this by our own. We cannot do this by our own. So may we focus on Jesus because as our eyes is focused on Jesus, we will know, we will see, and we will comply with the things we desire. May we not push the gift above the face of Christ. I thank you, my Lord. Why we need to understand purpose in the context of God's vision for us. This is what we have been dealing with. This is what is required of us. Father, we honor your name. Father, we honor your name. Father, we glorify you. What a word this morning. What an encouraging word. What a fulfilling word. What a transforming word. May we never be tired, oh God, of hearing. Yes. May we never be tired of listening. May we never be tired of responding. Oh, Father, we honor you. Take your place and be glorified in our lives. Help us 
grant us grace and strength to come to the hill, to come to the mountain where we can take our stand. Yes, where we can take our stand, oh God, at the gatepost, oh God, and station ourselves, yes, on the ramp, oh God, so we can see what you are saying to us, so we may know how to answer when you have corrected us, when you have realigned us, oh God, yes. For us to speak well, we need to be corrected. We need to be adjusted. So we thank you once again this morning that your will, your zeal, your grace, oh God, will perfect all of this in our life. We will never, oh God, be the same again. No, we will never be the same again. Something is aligning within the structures of our being, within our spirit man, our thought pattern. Yes, is aligned, is being adjusted. The mind of Christ we are receiving. Thank you, Father, for vision. Thank you for vision. Thank you, Father, for purpose. Thank you for the discipline that is required to carry out all you've assigned us that we will learn to number our days that each day oh god will be a day added to the growth to the development of your assignment for our life we honor you father we bless your name oh hallelujah in jesus name we have prayed amen and amen yes living by divine design and divine intent here is a beautiful word that we have been looking at i want to thank god amen for this word this is such an instructive amen directive word is a now word amen for the body of christ please do me a favor share this word amen put them on your own timeline let somebody hear this word help your brother and your sister amen to know what god is doing this is not about isaiah phillips okay this is about spreading the gospel of our lord jesus christ somebody amen this year may just be you know help may just be changed may just amen find the right path to their life because they come in contact with this word so please do me a favor if you can amen share them all right let people know what god is doing we have tons of materials amen on our site amen that people can benefit from okay please continue to support this work and god amen will bless you wherever you are you, you feel like you want to you want to support us please do amen support because indeed i do need your support amen and, and i'll just be showing my uh, my details if if you feel like you want to support amen what we're doing all right my banking details are there and if you want to give through maybe uh you're outside the country all right uh, you can also give through paypal all right but if you want to say you want to be a blessing all right this month to, to what we're doing well you can do that amen through you know uh, 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 this information that is showing on on the platform please do god loves a cheerful giver amen don't shut your bowels of mercy these words amen are words that are rich and powerful and truth amen so please uh, uh, so we can continue to do what we need to do because many of the things that we use amen and of course are paid for and you know god have taught certain people to be a blessing all right but sometimes they also get weary so please if you can assist us amen uh, the, our work is based on yes uh, uh, people's conviction to assist so we're not forcing anybody no but if the lord has taught your heart with this messages and you want to be a blessing maybe one-time blessing or you want to partner with us say well i'm gonna be blessing you monthly with x amount i don't know but you can do that but we'll really appreciate it. i will really appreciate it 
So thank you so very much, amen, everyone for your commitment and of course your support. And please continue to pray for us. Continue to pray for me. I need all your prayer. I need grace in this season. There's so many things that I need to be able to put together and, 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 and seek the direction of the Lord. Please continue to assist us, amen, to do that. And I know, amen, that the Lord will encourage you to do that. It will, it will grant you the grace, amen. You see, giving to God requires faith. It requires, amen, you knowing, okay, I'll do it. All right. If you're waiting for a cutting to move an angel to come, it's not going to happen. All right. You've got to be convinced and say, wow, that's a word. That is something that has helped me, that will, that will assist me, that has pushed me to a new level. And I want to partner with that grace and that, you know, a, a resource. And remember, all our materials, all our books are still free of charge. Okay. So uh, we, we depend on people. Amen. We depend on their goodwill. We depend on their commitment. Amen. To do what they need to do. So God bless you. Thank you so very much. We'll see you again by God's grace. Continue to live victorious. Continue to live. Amen. In the ambience of God's intentions for your life. Continue to move in the direction hallelujah, of God's divine counsel. And God will perfect all that concerns you. God bless you. See you again. Bye bye.